Today is August 24th. It's voicemail episode. The Yankees have not been playing, but you guys have been calling in. Let's do it. Let's talk Yanks. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Talking Yanks. Thank you for clicking play and hanging out with us for a portion of your day. My name's Jimmy, and sitting next to me is Jake. Behind the dish, we got producer BBD. It's the voicemail episode. If you're wondering what happened to the Monday episode, well, they didn't have any games this weekend, so there was no Sunday night record. That's two Sundays in a row we haven't had a Sunday night record. We've been institutionalized for three years. Every Sunday night, we record. So no record session. And there will be a lot coming up, though, Jake. A lot coming up. We got two games against the Braves and then five games against the Mets. So strap in. Today's the voicemail up. Jake, how are you doing? Are you enjoying the temperature here in the Roosevelt Studios? Slide. Snuck it in. Wow. I am slyly enjoying the temperature in the Roosevelt Slyly Studios. Got their shirt, got their hat on. Yeah, man, it's uh, it feels like the cycle got broken this weekend. You know, you're you're okay with an off day here or there, but yeah, when you when you lose a weekend of Yankees baseball like that, it just uh, I don't know. It's kind of a weird Monday morning. Didn't podcast last night. There's no series. We're lining up sharp stats later this week. Like, well, what do we, what do we sharpen? And you will get sharp stats later this week after the Brave series recap. So, yeah, man, uh, there's a lot of big topics, and I, I guess that's the part that also has me feeling weird. Like, we had all of this stuff on the precipice. The last time these Talking Yanks fans saw you, I mean, you were you were in a bad place. You are in a dark hole. Still am. A little bit. A little bit. Um, and we'll try to get you out of there best we can because, I mean, you know, not, not all is over. Still a lot of good stuff in Yankee land. Uh, Aaron Judge should be on the field by the time or on the day you're listening to this or tomorrow, whatever. So, you know, a couple guys go out, a couple guys come in. We're back in last year's injury deja vu of sorts. Mm. Yeah. What we didn't get last episode was they snuck Avalon in there as well. We didn't even know he went for testing. So in the final, (laughs) the way they delivered that is hilarious. Okay, first they're like, doesn't know Tommy John for Paxton. So everyone thinks, oh, that's great news. I say this and it's strictly from a Yankees brain. I understand this is rude. It's the same news. Um, Mm. It's the same news. Paxton's probably done as a Yankee. Same news in my brain. It's rude to Paxton because it's good for him personally that he doesn't have to get Tommy John, but maybe we get six more innings of him as a Yankee, in my opinion. And then the follow-up tweet is, oh, also Avalon's gone too. Which doesn't really hurt, I guess, but they, someone's got their arms. Yeah, we, just, we were just kind of falling for Avalon as a big part of this team. And, yeah, I'm, I'm not as in, in the dark as Jimmy. Um, 
And hopefully more light will start creeping in. I mean, last time we had you, you for sure had it as Tommy John. It's not bad. It's a forearm strain. Hey, you know, we'll see the timeline. There's not a lot of time left in the season. The trade deadline is a week away, so that's insane to think about. And, yeah, I mean, knock on wood, if things were to go perfectly with Paxson, he's, it's almost like Severino last year. He maybe is able to get one or two starts in. What can they stretch him out to? What would he even look like? You know, Paxson wasn't looking 10 out of 10 anyways. And, uh, yeah, you know, what, what does that look like for a potential playoff series or anything? I have no idea. Um, interested to see what we do here from him and if he can be a part of this playoff run or if not, man, what a what a tough year for James Paxson as he heads into free agency or what should be free agency. You know, I wonder if the Yankees tender him. I wonder if he's interested in that. So that's uh that starts getting into some off season stuff, but still it's no bueno. Not good. Uh our first voicemail is about Paxton. Oh. So we can jump to that and see what he has to say. What's up, Jimmy, Jake? I just saw that Paxton actually does not does not need Tommy John. So I'm hoping he'll be back by playoff time, and I don't think, Jimmy, personally, I don't think you should be as worried as you are. Hopefully this next thing cooled off a little bit on your worries. But honestly, I think the Yankees will be fine. Paxton, Tanaka, Cole, you got to hop back on the half train, man. He didn't do too bad, mm. honestly. Come on. Yes. That's BBD, come on. you got to play my message. Man. That's, a, that's a 2017 John Boy call. That is the most glass half full call you can have. Listen, there's five weeks left of the season. Paxton's out with an injury that has derailed pitchers for a long time in the past. What's the best case? They bring him back. They said he can make a couple starts before the postseason. So we have what's happened to Severino last year, and then Severino got Tommy John. A, if you're James Paxson, dude, why would you do that? Don't risk hurting yourself more before your free agent year. I appreciate if you want to put put it all on the line for the Yankees in your free agent year, but it seems so stupid of you to try and pitch again this year personally. I will not hold it against you if you opt out. I, I As a human... It just seems like a dumb plan. What's the best case? We build him up for two starts so we can go three innings in the postseason? That's not the James Paxton that pitched game six against or game five against the Astros that we really needed in the postseason. Like, he's not he's not going to be a number two starter in the playoffs where he can go six, seven innings and be dominant. It's just out of the question. So, yeah, I'm leaning more negative, but I don't – just because he didn't get Tommy John doesn't mean that he's going to come back in two weeks and be a 90-pitch good starter. He was already dealing with a lot of shit. The lower velocity, all this stuff, and you throw this on here. I mean, if you have James Paxton in your playoff starting pitching plans, I, I applaud you for your optimism. I'm not there. Yeah, and I, that's fair to a degree. I think the, the Seve thing does have some similarities, and I mean – Se- Sevy didn't technically need Tommy John till this spring. Not that that's a Paxton thing or that's well. He, if they were smart, they would have caught it at the end of the year. Right. I mean, again, we we don't exactly know how that played out with Severino and the Yankees. But Severino came back. He got three starts in. It was sixty-seven pitches, eighty pitches, seventy-two. Um, so he got three starts in before the playoffs, and then Sevy got two playoff starts. Mm-hmm. So, hey, I, I mean, if you could get Paxton back and you get him a, 
uh, 50 pitch day and then a 65 pitch day. I mean, a 75 postseason before the postseason. Yeah. I mean, if you if you can get him a 50 pitch day and then a 65 pitch day, I mean, James Paxton with 75 pitches may very well be your best option going into the postseason if he's healthy enough to do it. And yeah, I mean, it's just not a good option. When the, we came out saying we need pitchers to actually go deep and not have our bullpen pitch the f- last four or five innings of every playoff game, and now with more playoff games sure. on the board, it just doesn't look like a great and less relief pitchers, mind you, than last year. <laughs> the formula for the pitching looks awful for the Yankees going into the postseason. And to be fair, I mean, it looks pretty tough for a lot of teams right now. The Rays are down nine quality pitchers right now. So, you know, this is going on throughout the league. Obviously, not ideal. We do have Garrett Cole, which, I mean, every essentially fourth playoff game, expect to see him out there. And that could be a difference maker. That can reset the bullpen. That can allow... You know, you start doing a Paxton with Chad piggyback if Paxton's right, and you know you've you could have that six inning of a dominant starter essentially. Hopefully so, not Chad because you need him like every game, two innings. Right, um, ninety ninety six. And, and there you go. Yeah, four innings of Paxton, two innings of Chad. Bam. So we'll see. Um, again, obviously not ideal, and uh, you know it. I I think the thing that would have me leaning more towards your side is one thing goes wrong at this point and it's done, um, which is not a, not the place you want to be. And boy, do I love hearing calls saying we're back on the J-Hap train. Yeah. Woo! That's just a scary. I love They're going to try and trade for someone. You'd have to think so. Um, is there uh, a Clark Schmidt voicemail, BBD? I don't believe there's one specifically on him, but there's a lot of stuff, trade for, stuff yeah. around it. Um, well, BBD had a pretty good point earlier that made Jimmy and I raise an eyebrow that the the Yanks probably don't call him up before the trade deadline. Um, yeah, at least that makes sense. Like, there's a a reason, strategic reason for holding him down. Whether I agree with it or disagree right. with it, at least at least there's some like maybe logic that we didn't see that BBD said. Because you don't know what happens with the 40 men. You might trade away some of these guys to make room for calling Clark up. Right. So that makes sense. So good call, BBD. So there could, bug, be, bug, there, there could be something there. I mean, there's also a chance he's he's on the team as of tomorrow, right? Because, I mean, they just the held some guys. They could trade someone. Yeah. It's, we're so, a week out. So it's, uh, it, it's crazy to think. But, yeah, I mean, right now it's – Cash it's, has a history of making his trades, like, not on deadline day, right? Uh, he's got a little mix of both, I think. They, What's been a deadline day one? They uh, what was the year they were playing Robbie Ray, and everyone thought he was going to be traded. I thought they that was Granky Day. Did they snag that someone that day? No, they didn't trade for anyone last year. Um, yeah. yeah, they had someone. They had a trade, but the medicals fell through, and right. they didn't have a plan B last year. Right, right, right. No, I mean, like, Jaime Garcia, I think, was trade day, but no one cared about that. Was Sonny Gray deadline? No, Sonny Gray was earlier. A couple days early. So like, I Edwin mean, was in June. Edwin was in June, and then uh, few, like, they've done Todd Frazier Canely was, like... It's like a week before. Way, no, I was, like... Oh, uh, it was early That July. was really early. It was early July. July 15th or something like that? July 17th, says James Drury in the chat. Uh, Sonny Gray was deadline day. There you go. Okay. So that's so, one. Yeah, I mean, it's it's all around the deadline. And, again, in this weird-ass season where we sit here a week out, 
So, yeah, I mean, I'm interested to see who's available. We don't know. We're, we've, we're some of the people that have tried to be as close to the pulse as we can, and we have no idea. We, we don't know if this deadline is going to be semi-active. We don't know if it's going to be fully active. We don't know if teams are going to try to stay in division for either health or scouting reasons. Yeah. Nobody knows. It's, yeah. It hasn't happened before. So if someone's telling you they do know, I mean, they're get, lying to you. You're getting all the... All the rumors. Someone, someone just reported, reported in air quotes. Yankees reached out for Clevenger. Yep. We got Bundy rumors. Oh, big time. Uh, there's going to be all. I'd be fine with adding those two guys. It always depends on the price. Yeah, and that's the oddest part. Like, what would you price Dylan Bundy? Five he's a, years of poop. He's got and another. Then he's had what? Five good starts. Yeah, but he changes pits, pitch mix. A little bit. I but think he had some good years before. Just like last two one. years sucked. Um, yeah, man. I don't know. There's J Hap still on the team. There's just, there's all of you that were yelling to trade him. He's now what, the four? I mean, not happy about that though. Mon- well I would have uh, much rather have traded him for another pitcher for or what? have Clark. What pitcher or, were you getting back? Or have Clark up. Like if Hap's not on the team is Clark up earlier? I doubt it. But Maybe. get Clark up either way. Yeah. It's time. All right. Next. Hey, it's Tim from Chicago. Um, it's Friday. saw Brian Hoke on Instagram saying that Torres is officially on the 10-day. Um, I think that one pisses me off the most because he's 23 years old and it's a hamstring thing. Um, he's just so young. I mean, he's younger than I am. I'm 24. It just kind of seems outrageous that a hamstring is going to keep him on the 10-day. I hope it's not another judge thing, and he doesn't need to go on the 10-day. It's just kind of frustrating. Do soft tissue injuries usually correlate with age? Because I hear a lot of people saying this with Glaber. He's only 23, but don't athletes of all ages get these injuries? Like, I don't think, like, the older you get, the more likely you are to pull a hamstring. I pulled hamstrings when I played softball at 23, 24 years old every time I've ran. Now, I wasn't a professional athlete. Right. I know that. But I just think it's really weird that, like... I think it more likely the older you get, for at least the hamstring. I mean, that's maybe. a classic. Yeah. That's the classic. You see an old guy running, and they grab the back. That's where Glaber's was weird to me. It doesn't seem like it was a traditional one. And well, I think... He pulled his quad, too. <laughs> yeah, every, everything that came out said it, like, the hamstring part of it wasn't... Wasn't too, too bad, I guess. So, I don't know. I mean, it's... What are we supposed to say? Yeah, no, it's good. Glaber's hurting his hamstring at 23. Like, no, it's not ideal. I wouldn't hold that against him in the realm of his his future career. Um, it, it sucks. I, I don't know. It's really weird that he pulled both just running. It is weird. I, I also think... Sorry, baby, to cut you off. But I also... It's weird when people are like, how do you pull your hamstring just running? Well, that's how you pull your hamstring. Yeah. It's like all the responses to injuries are weirding me out. It's like frustration's allowed. Oh, yeah. But those questions don't make sense. It's not like he's going to pull it sitting or walking or flying. The only way you pull your hamstring is by running. Right. So everyone's like, how are you pulling your hamstring just running? Well, that's the only way yeah. you pull your hamstring. It'd be hamstring. weirder if he didn't. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe if you're an acrobat doing flips or shit. Yeah. But like, that's the weirdest reaction. And then the age thing also blew my mind. Like, uh, everyone pulls stuff. Yeah, more likely, but yeah. What were you saying? Sorry. Uh, well, and also you're not gonna get like hit by a pitch and pull a hamstring. That's it, not the running something. is the only way. It's the yeah. only way to happen. Yeah. But in my limited medical option, I believe it's kind of medical. 
knowledge. Yes, yes. Weird yes. terminology. I believe it's kind of like the more you use it, the more you like can hurt it. He's more likely like, to pull it than he me. uses those muscles every day. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, yeah. First game of slow pitch softball, I'd pull my hamstring running the first every time. I'd try to stretch. I'd try to get ahead of it. I Googled like good stretches. As soon as I went into sprint mode, rounding first or something in slow pitch softball, every time. It's just too much heart out of you. That's a that's a whole different part. That's I did run as fast as I could. Yeah, I don't think your warm ups you would because you were scared. Yeah, of pulling your hamstring. Game speed, baby. So exactly, I think that's <laughs> that was the early scouting report on you. Um, so let's see. Right now it's Stanton with a hamstring, DJ's thumb. Right, Judge was calf, but he's coming back. Britain is hamstring, and I don't think we have a timetable or anything on him. No, I, and it's also scary with him. He's that one, injuries. yeah, man, that one's like right now the bullpen. That one might be one that Yankee fans need to highlight more. Right now, the bullpen is Chad for two to Chapman. Yeah, Ruggiato to get out of an inning. Ruggiato to get out of an inning. That's it. But I'm saying, like, we don't. We are. Cash needs to get a reliever and a starter if they're actually going to try to make a run in the in the postseason. They were gassed out halfway through the division. Adovino's still gassed out. They were gassed out between the divisional series, and they had so much more arms last year. And they didn't have to play a three-game series before the five-game series. Mm. So the pitching situation, we got five... Weeks, Britain needs to get healthy. Otherwise, that's a huge loss. A huge loss. And I mean, what's what's happening now? Like Luizaga is Luizaga, kind of a high leverage reliever for Luizaga us and King need to be thrust into like big role people. I don't even know about King, but Luizaga yeah, for sure. Luizaga is. But then someone else too, man. They don't have any relievers. Yeah. How are you going to eat innings in close games? What if every game in the playoffs is close games? Sessa? Sessa. They're just not set up right now. They need yeah. to get arms and they need to get healthy. Interested to see what they pull off. Because, um, man, you wonder if they can add Clark to the mix, even in a relief role. I don't That'd know. That'd be nice. I don't know. They they definitely need to do some work. Yeah. All right, next call. Hey, guys. Ryan here. Oh, oh, hold on. Jimmy, Jake, I just saw that. Went to the top. Hey, guys. Ryan here of Massachusetts. I just wanted to call in and and mention something. I listened to Sharpstad. You know, Glaber might age well. Uh, I think we forget Robinson can know, you know, his 23-year season. He made 17 errors, something like that, and then 14 the next season. He progressively became one of the better second basemen in the league, you know, making those slick, kind of plays, um, still got him into trouble here and there, but he actually got to be a better defender overall. I'd say, guys, thank you. Glaber can definitely improve, but Cano was special at his position. Like, he he was like, oh, wow. Very smooth. Always smooth. Very smooth. I'll, I'll tell my kids he was the smoothest second baseman I've ever seen, Ooh. unless someone new comes along. Can you think in my in our generation, like that I watch play every day? I mean, smooth is the word there that's probably right. Because I mean, yeah, that's all it was. Um, to the point that he got called lazy a lot. Yeah. Well, racism exists. Yeah, and there's that. So no, I mean, Cano is as smooth as it gets. Yeah. 
Never say lifetime because you've got a good 65 years left in you. I don't know, man. Impending doom kind of yeah. rings around in my head all the time. So. Yeah, I get it. Next. Hey, John Boy Jake, Bill from Round Rock. Hey, so last week a guy called in talking about Yankees hitting more home runs this year. Um, and John Boy wanted to see the numbers. And because the Yankees had three off days, I had time on my hands, and I got the numbers. So in a 25-game stretch last year from August 2nd to 25th, the Yankees went 17-8. and eight. They attributed 56% of their, art, of their runs better than due to the home run ball. This year in the 25-game stretch that they've played, with a 16 and 9 record, the Yankees have attributed 58% of their RBIs due to the home run ball. So I would say Yankees are hitting at the same pace, but food for thought. Last year during that stretch, the Yankees had a 308 batting average with runners in scoring position. And this year in that stretch, they have a 266 batting average with runners in scoring position. It's still good. So just want to get those numbers out there. Love the show. Take sucks. Cool. So the home run rate's basically the same? Appreciate the yeah, fan thank stats you. there. Thank you for all the Obviously info. Obviously not going to double check you, but believe it. Yeah, just blindly believe you. Why not? Um, good stuff. 260 batting average with runners in scoring position is still good. It's just like a regular batting Solid. average. Don't yeah. forget that. 300's outstanding. Yeah. Yeah, they were special in that stretch. But yeah, so they're hitting home runs at the same pace. Someone called in and said they were different this year, right? And I said it felt the I same. Think, I think they were saying it felt different because of Talkman when he was in his hot streak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, basically the same stuff. It's just how you want to look at it. Yeah. Cool. Thank you for doing the work there. Appreciate that. We got two calls coming up from our dude, Bubak. Mm. But before we get to them, I got to tell you about DraftKings. There are 100 million reasons why you should listen up. DraftKings, the leader in one-day fantasy sports, is celebrating the return of sports by giving away up to $100 million in prizes to all of their customers, including one lucky winner who will take home a $1 million cash prize. To claim your share of up to $100 million in instant giveaways, all you have to do is download the app and sign up using promo code JOMBOY, then enter DraftKings' free football survivor pool. Yes! It really is that easy to claim your share of up to $100 million in instant giveaways and put yourself in the running to win a $1 million cash prize. BBD, instant answer. What would you do with $1 million? Uh, save a lot, but also... Oh, okay, save okay. a lot was the instant answer there. While the top prize is reserved for one lucky winner, everyone who signs up and enters DraftKings free football survivor pool will receive an instant bonus prize of at least $5 in value upon entering. While you're in the app, don't forget to check out all of the great odds, boosts, and promotions DraftKings Sportsbook is offering every day to celebrate this week's basketball and golf action. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code JOMBOY to claim your share of $100 million in instant giveaways and put yourself in the running for $1 million cash top prize. That's promo code JOMBOY to get your share of $100 million in prizes only at DraftKings must be 21 or older, New Jersey only. Other terms and conditions and restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Do you have a gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. To Bubak we go. Look out. What up, fellas? It's your favorite lawn-mowing, jingle-making dude, Bubak. I called in last year, touched on it a bit. Uh, you both kind of shot it down, but here we are staring deja vu in the face. 
four or eight starters are on IL with lower body injuries. Now, you can't tell me two years in a row that these injuries are not a tra uh, training program issue. They revamped the whole training staff last year, right? I don't know, boys. Maybe I'm just making excuses now. Coming from two very fit guys like yourselves, what's your take? I love you all like Big Al loves hitting dingers. Take care of yourselves. Ubach out. There's a part two. Look out. What up, fellas? It's Ubach. Um, hey, I left your voicemail on Friday. Uh, I must have been, I might have been, you know, a little bit uh, in the moment. And now that I had the weekend to think about it, and uh, little Bubok Nate, my little brother, he kind of talked me off the ledge there about the injuries, and we can't blame the can't blame the the training program or the training staff. Um, so, I I mean, I don't know if I can retract my statement from Friday, but uh, I just want to say that you know maybe there is uh, you know a sixty game season, and we let these guys rest, that's fine. Not a big deal. Um, um, you know, I, for a while I thought that maybe there was, you know, the, the players are just being pussies, but I don't think that's an issue either. So, I don't know. Um, everybody's got injuries, and uh, we've got to deal with it. And, and that's how I feel. So, love you, boys. Keep it up. BBD, you look great. Peace. Okay, lots okay. to unpack. Hard P. First call. Appreciate you. First call, mad at the training staff. Then yes. he came around a little bit because everyone's getting hurt. A little bit. Pitchers-wise, like, everyone's getting hurt. And James yeah. Paxson said, we didn't have a spring training. Like, we don't do that for fun. Yeah. Uh, so I get that. The All the hamstring stuff is weird to me. Like, is that a stretching? I don't know. And I don't want to sit here and say, like, stretch more. Let's a, go back to the softball stuff a little bit. And maybe that's what they're doing wrong. Stretching like how I stretch? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I just kind of did it all. Yeah. I know from hockey, you should stretch after you skate a little bit. You know, you don't want to just get on the ice and stretch because it's cold and you're stretching cold muscles. So right. you do a couple laps, then you stretch. Yeah. Maybe they're maybe they're stretching right away. I'm not going to sit here and act like I know sure. what causes hamstring pulls and what they're doing that might not prevent them. It does seem interesting. There's a correlation for two years. And they did revamp the whole training staff. They revamped everything. I mean, they brought in Cressy. We have some... Uh, physical therapist friends who were like reaching out to us being like, you guys don't know how incredible of a hire this is going to be for you guys. Well, uh, I don't know. I mean, the other theory is that the Yankees do have, and I say this in an endearing way, they have a lot of freaks. I mean, they've got guys like Stanton and Judge who aren't built like normal baseball players, and we normally brag about that. But sometimes it can be tough to be that size and play baseball. Uh, with the pitching injuries... I don't know. I mean, the Rays, who are, again, kind of, they they try to do everything top-notch, and especially they take care of their pitchers. I mean, that's why, you know, half the time you see Blake Snell out there, he's throwing 60 bullets. Uh, they've had nine guys go down. And, like, not, like, digging deep into the bag for nine guys. Like, nine names you'd kind of recognize. It's Charlie Morton. It's Chirinos. It's, you know, a bunch of freak shows they pull out of their bullpen that are pretty nasty. So, 
it, there's definitely a little bit this year. Could we be feeling the effect more this year because of last year? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's there's a weird deja vu effect that, you know, when if if the playoffs started tomorrow, uh, the way we'd be fighting to get through, you know, a three game series is laughable. You know, mm-hmm. it's uh, you know, it'd be Cole and then Tank with some help and then. All hands on deck for game Monty. three. Uh, you know, Monty you probably, quick hook. probably start Monty with an instant hook. So it's uh, it's insane to look and feel that way this close. You know, lost Sevy, Paxton looking rough. And, I, I mean, those are two elite-level pitchers. The, the only other team I, I clicked on just because I figured I'd keep it AL um, I looked at the Oakland A's. Their pitching staff has been pretty healthy. So let's figure out what they're doing. But uh, I mean, look at look at the Mets cross down. I mean, Syndergaard out for the year. Um, Stroman was out, and then because partially because he was out, he opted out. So it, it's tough. I I feel there's definitely a little bit of when it rains it pours effect from last year still. But um, no, I I think I mean what else what else can you do? That's that's what I keep running into is the. Like what? I don't know what to say. Like, yeah, it really sucks. Claver got hurt at twenty three. <laughs> I, I don't know. It does. Herman, God, I totally forgot about Domingo Herman. Oh, if him and Severino were around, I think it'd be a pretty cool thing. God. Cole, Savvy, Paxton, Tanaka, Herman. That's who, who the would five. you who would you rather take in a playoff series? Our current active starters or our current. Inactive starters. So your one, two, three would be Sevy, Herman, Paxton, Sevy, Paxton, Herman. First, Cole, Tanaka. Cole the pen. <laughs> yeah. Cole, Tanaka. You take Gumby. Cole. You, t- you lean Cole, but. Cole's I mean, a big fan. Look at that. It's, it, yeah. If you give me, like, if you tell me Severino's going to be A plus Severino, that's the same thing as Cole. So, although he hasn't done it in the postseason, yeah. Cole has. That's bad, man. All right. Next. Hey, guys. This is Alan out in Southern California. Got a quick question for you guys. Maybe a dumb question. But do you think the Yankees would pick up a guy like Trevor Bauer or Mike Clevenger, knowing that they're so outspoken, especially with them favoring uh, more silent and uh, professional players, I guess, kind of like Derek Jeter and Aaron Judge? Uh, just want to hear what you guys have to say about that. Uh, thank you, guys. I think they would pick him up, sure. And then I think those guys would get a little bit of like, hey, it's different here. We want you to be yourself as much as possible. Just remember that you'll have to answer for things a lot more, and your teammates will have to answer for you if you don't answer. And it's a whole cycle. I think, I don't know if it's a rule, but in my head I want to call it the CC rule. Like I think if those guys were going to join the Yankees – like, they'd have to sit down with CC before they joined. <laughs> like, I think it was the Pettit rule. <laughs> now it's the CC rule that, like, hey, if you're going to be a Yankees pitcher, you know, Clev, Bauer, you guys have all the talent in the world. Bauer, if you want to do your off-the-field stuff, CC had a podcast going. CC was doing a lot of things. Mm-hmm. But you do have to understand it's New York City. And, I mean, the that Clev situation, you know, was bad. I mean, he, uh, from every word we've gotten, it's still a really – it was a really bad look amongst his teammates. And, you know, hey, you know, we're all young and dumb and everybody makes mistakes. Hopefully he bounces back from that. But, uh, yeah, if 
if it's who the Yankees like analytically, I think they can handle New York City. And Good point by uh, James in the chat. Bauer and Cole are college teammates that do not like each other. So, yeah, I don't know. A lot of Yankees have the, the Bauer pipe dream because, you know, he is so out there on the Internet. And, my God, he's, he's playing incredible this year. So, you know, it sounds like that meeting just turned into CC Cole and Bauer around a bottle of wine if the Yankees really wanted him. Um, and, you know, who knows? You know, free agency still might be weird this year. The Yankees do have needs. I don't know what the, the checkbook looks like. I, I haven't crunched the numbers. I assume they have some room with Tanaka, Paxton, and I think Ellsbury officially coming off the books this year. So, uh, you know, there there may be some room for free agents. But I I don't know. I I don't think either of them – are available this deadline and yeah, there's there's a lot for the of the Yankees to spend, they'd have to go pretty deep into this playoffs, make some money. Potentially. Potentially. I mean, they could also, you know, how how quick of a how quick of a talker can Cashman be with uh Steinburners and tell him that, hey, this is a great year to buy. He does his George W. Bush impression when he talks okay. to That's how he talks. It's a great year to buy. <laughs> Uh, next voicemail. John Boy, Jake, BBD. Vin from Tampa while driving, so you're on the car phone, which is pretty weird because I never call anybody on the car phone. <laughs> Anyways, I have a trade proposal for you guys. Jimmy, I know you hate trades, but hear me out. This one might actually be decent. There you go. So why not go after a guy like Michael Gibbons on the Orioles? He has one year left of arbitration in next year so it'll give us another reliever for the playoffs basically take a little bit of the canely role if not i mean who are we going to trade to seattle for international bonus money i'll hang up and listen let's go yanks great call thank you for calling from the 10 of 10 your car phone i appreciate that car phones are tough man you just feel like you're talking out into, into the, the world yeah. yeah you don't remember really an know. entourage when e was always in his convertible just mm. talking normally in his yeah, car phone works like, well that wouldn't work e. yeah we're not dumb you've talked about michael gibbons and trading for him um i don't know what it would cost to give up they have a history of trading with the orioles they got britain from there they got who else? What did they do? Another Oriole trade too. Britain. We sent a lot of guys their way. We sent. I'm trying to think. We sent uh, B. What's the name? Is there another one? Lieber. What's the guy's name? Lieber. Blyer. Dick Blyer. Dick Blyer and Google's Jake Yankees something? Orioles trade. Uh, I mean, if it was a Jake, I'd let you know. <laughs> I'll say this. This is very much in the realm. Uh, Michael Givens is having a great year, it turns out. Uh, I think he's got an ERA that starts with a zero. And, uh, yeah, he's always had good arm talent. The Yanks have gotten to him a few times. But, uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, when you start considering the options we just talked about in the Yankees' bullpen, you know, if you were, to, need an arm. It's if you were to ask, do I want Sessa or Michael Givens out there to get three outs in the seventh... It's Givens. It's Givens. He's a guy who closed some games for the Orioles last year. And, uh, you know, I, I think you can find an appropriate package. It's one and a half years of reliever. You know, it's probably an okay prospect and then a flyer. 
Who Again, who knows what those trades look like? Do they just do some TBD stuff because the Orioles want to scout some guys? I don't know. Um, it, could I see something like this in the realm? Absolutely. And, uh, yeah, man, he's been really good this year. 11.2 innings, 16 strikeouts, um, career 3-3-1 ERA, tough arm slot. It would make sense if the price is right, but man, they could also they could also be picking up the phone from a lot of other teams, or these Orioles could say, "Hey, we're currently the eighth seed in the playoffs. Let's dance this year." So, th- those are the variables. Let's dance. Let's dance. It was um, the other Orioles players was Cortez Jr. Not mm. a trade though. Just picked him up. Jace Peterson. They selected him off waivers. Yep. They traded Cody Carroll, Josh Rogers, and Dylan Tate for. Zach Britton. So just Britain. a lot of guys. Britain. So yeah. That wouldn't make sense. I don't know what the return is. And the international signing bonus is true. Ooh. Always gotta keep your eye out for that. Who on the Yankees staff like fits that? Trade like, them for international sinus boning money? Yeah. No one right now? Mm. Yeah, it would have been hail a week ago, yeah. right? Like Adam Warren got it done. Holder. Yeah, Holder's kind of fits Holder. that, but he's also could be an arm they want to use. Yeah. Tricky. Holder. Holder still having a nice year. Nah. That can't be right. I mean, his overall numbers, you don't trust him right now. <laughs> no, he's had a couple not great appearances lately, but... Yeah. Two of his last three are bad, so he's not getting a playoffs. He's still not getting playoff spots in a close game. He'd have to do a lot more coming up. Yeah. He'd have to do a lot more coming up. All right. Did he get real playoff innings when he was good? Um, In 17 or in 18? No, he never did. So 2018, he was good. 3-1-4. Did you pick pitch in the postseason? One game. Two innings. In the absolute blowout stink fest Sounds that I was right. there for with Magic Sam. Ah, that's right. Yeah, good times. Yeah. He was so good in 2018, too. Yeah. But Batansis was nasty. Special. Batansis and Chad were eating innings Chad, like yeah, crazy. Those four innings right there. <laughs> like as good a pitching you could get. Give me Batansis. Give me Batansis. Next. Let's come across town. What's going on, Jake and John? Boy, this is Adam from New York. I just wanted to get you guys' opinion on Aaron Boone. Personally, I feel like he's doing a horrible job managing the Yankees this year. He should not have played Giancarlo in the second game with a doubleheader against the Rays. After playing in the first, which we got the win, I feel like this could have prevented him from getting um, hurt. I feel like we should not pick up Boone's club option after this year and potentially explore other managers. I know this is going to be a hot take, but maybe even A.J. Hinch. I just want to know what you guys Mm. think. Get your opinion. Fuck that, dude. Mm. What? All right. I'm with you that Boone has looked tough this year. Manager, our relationship with the Yankees if Hinch comes in. Fuck that. A.J. Hinch is a pompous dick. Mm. He he literally, I mean, the culture of the, whatever, that's an ignorable comment. Uh, Aaron Boone, yeah, he's had some questionable decisions. I mean, Stanton was going to get hurt, seems like. I don't know if you, if you don't DH him yeah. in game two, 
the next time he has to do something, probably going to get hurt. Stan's, Stan's the big one. I, I can't blame Boone for the bodies for no, Stan's body falling. That, that's, that goes on Cashman. That's the one that I think if you had Cashman alone in a room, just the flexibility it would have allowed the Yankees. I, you know, there's a good chance he wouldn't do the Stan trade. But, you know, at the same time, Stan comes back in three weeks and leads the Yankees to the World Series. I bet you'll end up liking him again. But Boone had Boone had a bad series. And that just happens sometimes. Like, I, you know, I, the Chad Green thing kind of left us bizarre, but they probably had a plan, and it was slightly outside of it. And, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, it seemed like you saved your bullpen for the Rays series. I mean, especially Chad, and then he goes unused. And, yeah, it leaves you feeling bad. The Andujar thing was as bizarre as it gets. I mean, we are the first to admit that. Um but, you know, I mean, getting locked into a manager like that is, A, bizarre at this age and day because they only do so much of the baseball. I mean, Boone's biggest up is, you know, keeping the guys upbeat and trying to keep things, you know, in-house and contained and good morale. And, you know, hey, that's a pretty tough job right now with all the injuries and everything. I was just telling you about Sadukas's new show. Yeah. Jason Sudeikis. Ad. Ted Lasso. Yeah. He's like a coach that goes and he's a football coach that goes to Europe or London to coach a Premier League football. Team. Football. He knows nothing about the X's and O's, but his job is just to keep morale up and get them working yeah. as a team and getting them happy. It's, it's Boone vibes. Yeah. Just nice to everyone. Like, what do you hear about Boone? Nice to everyone. Knows yeah. everyone's name in the building. Baseball lifer. Down to earth guy. Baseball lifer. Always in a good mood. Okay. Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso Boone. Let's uh Ted Lasso to Boone. Let's go get some guys from the Mariners, right? Taiwan Walker, Taylor Williams, sure. Don't get sucked in, Jake. Give them our signing bonus. Give them our signing bonus. Yeah. International signing bonus money. Here you go, Seattle. Try it. You're gonna love it. They said they were trying to move Taiwan because Taiwan, the whole country. Whoa. Uh, because he's had like three good starts. Yeah, he's a MLB starting pitcher. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'd like to see some moves from the Yankees. I know it's a weird trade year and all that stuff, but if they're trying to go deep into the playoffs, they need they need minimum one more reliever and one more starter and Clark. Yeah, it's scary. I mean, they. Sure, tr- I don't tr- know what's out there. And Britain back, like they they need yeah. all of that, not just two out of the four. They need all fix of that. out of Vino, or just let him be a normal relief pitcher. Or Johnny be Lasagna nice. becomes a stud, but yeah. you need to start instilling that in him pretty yeah. quick and get him routine. You have five weeks. Yeah, they they need so much pitching help if they want to go deep into the playoffs. Ooh, I've got a good thing to test your barometer. Davey Garcia gets the call to be a bullpen hand. Are you exci- Are you more interested or excited than you normally would be with the current state of affairs? No. If he's okay. like, if they have like, he's going to be our answer as bullpen help. Right. The solution. That's fair. No. You need someone different than that. And it's just messes with him. So no. Okay. Eat innings out. Uh, give him a shot to eat innings. Uh, in the last two weeks, and maybe 
there's something there, and then you're like, oh, actually, let's try. That's fine. But if you say, hey, we're going to bring Davey up to give him some innings, and we're hoping that he can be a right. – no, that can't be the plan. Okay. But if somehow you give him innings and then he turns into the plan, I'm fine with that, but he would earn it at that point. But right. you can't have him penciled in. No, in that's – everything you said is very fair. I, if they called up Davey, I wouldn't say the solution's here, but I'd be like, well, maybe. Let's, <laughs> if there's a, a time to find out, I'm it's ready. A big Hail Mary. Yeah. And I don't, I don't truly believe in him yet. Whew. Do you think every team is feeling this, though? Good question from Carly in the patron chat. A lot. I mean, lot. the Dodgers aren't, you know, the Twins are, actually. Like, they don't have a lot of pitching. It's uh, Houston lost Verlander, and they've got a bunch of, like, rookies. A, a lot of teams are. A lot of teams are. It's not. It's not just unique to the Yankees. But I also think... There's only the four teams we just named that have this as a let's win the World Series season. Right. I don't I don't think the other 11 teams in the AL really really are saying we got to this is our season. You know, if Cleveland makes a run but fails, they're probably like, "Okay, cool. White Sox make a run and fail. That's a notch up, man. They they're in the big leagues yeah. now. They're doing it." You know, the A's I'll add the A's to the mix. And the A's might be everyone. Yeah, but I think, you know. And it's, again, it's just the, every team has injuries. Some teams do have a lot more, not a lot more than the Yanks, but some teams are up there with the Yanks. And, yeah, I I don't know. It just feels different. I mean, the the conversation I had is a joke a minute ago. I mean, right now, Severino, Paxton, Herman, you know, there's arguments. Right now, the Twins... Three would be Maeda, Barrios, and Dobnak. And I think you'd take the Yankees injured three over those guys. Yeah, Dobnak's been pretty good. But, yeah, in the playoffs. And just, just yeah, body of reputation, work. body of work. Yeah. Um, Sydney says it. maybe it feels worse because it's back-to-back years. That's what feels really bad. Like, yeah. last year I went into the postseason still optimistic that they could do this strategy. And then I think it didn't work at all. And now it seems like we are being cornered into doing the same strategy again with less. Cole adds more on the starting pitching, but overall with less. So that's what scares me. They need to add a lot. Uh, we have one more voicemail. The other thing is, what do you think the Yankees have Brock Holt? They claim him off waivers? They had to, right? They had to put in a claim on him. Put in a claim for Brock I'm not great with waivers, I'll be honest with you. I'd assume they could have. They still got to do some 40-man dancing, right? Yeah, but they also, can, how they much, also have like three days to trade. How I much mean, do we, they like Brock? I don't know. Glaber out for three weeks, which, guys, there's five weeks left of the season. Um, Glaber out. It's Tyro and Wade up the middle. Yeah. So, Brock Holt. Who's that shortstop they brought in the other day? Jordy Mercer. You might see him. Could see Gio at short. Like, I don't think that's crazy. Brock can also play the outfield. Geos looked pretty good in the shift at short. Yeah. It's crazy. I, I would guess they put a claim in. I don't know. I would assume so. I There's it's a lot of teams below There's them. so much that goes into it team-wise. and like, well, I don't know how Brock Holt's analytics are. Does he look Oh, I think solid? he's a dude that can play. Terrible? I don't know. He's a body. I'm guessing his stats look pretty bad if Milwaukee. Yeah. Dropped him. Do you know BBD? I believe he's like three for thirty on the season, and 
Three for 30 is right. He's they have like a bunch 100. of guys hitting that. Hitting 100. He can play so. every position. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't be mad. Ref Snyder DFA'd as well. Where's mm. Greg Bird, right? Fishing. Probably. Next. Hi, John Boy and Jake. This is Joey uh, from Washington, D.C., calling from Blue Hill, Maine, where I'm currently quarantining. Um, currently, Yankee stuff not so hot after that race series, so I have a non-2020 COVID injuries or anything Yankees question. I was wondering if you guys have any example of the best, most exciting, most historic, important Yankee game that you weren't able to watch for whatever reason. Um, for example, I was in the middle of a college play rehearsal during the 2017 playoff run, I missed the wild card game and ALCS game four. Um, wonder if you guys have any examples of games like that. Love the podcast. Thank you, guys. Thank you very much for the call from Washington, D.C. BBD preps us every now and then, so we have time to actually think on these things, and this was the only voicemail we prepped us on. Greg Bird hit the home run off Andrew Miller while I was filming mm-hmm. Bridal. Toasts at a wedding. I think I've shared that before. A good one that I remembered from this from this question is the Pedro and Don Zimmer fight. Mm. I was playing hockey uh, at Danbury. Wow. We had like practice or a game. I forget. My dad picked me up and he said, "You'll never guess what happened." And then he told me about it. And there was no phones or anything. So then when we got home, I watched the replays on TV, like in the post game and stuff. So that was a big one to miss that live. I was just like, "Fuck." Marco Scudero hitting a walk-off grand slam off Mariano Rivera. Not a big historic moment in Yankees' world. Kind of a big historic moment in Marco Scudero's life. And I missed that for hockey as well. That was a bummer because the Yankees came out west to the Bay Area once every year. They played three games or four games. And my family would go to all three games. would always go to all of them. But I couldn't go to that one because I had a hockey game. Mm. And Mo blew the save. So, I, again, I came off the ice, and then my dad told me. Right. So I guess that's why I remember it, because, like, the way I yeah, got I told say. is memorable. It's a lot of deets. Yeah. Got any? No way. I don't know. Tough, tough memory, I think. And, again, I was, I was either going through a growth spur, or I think we had a gas leak in our house. Um, <laughs> Those are the two options. There was one Yankee postseason that I just could not stay awake. Um. I forget if it was 01 or 03. But one of those postseasons, like, I would I would do my damnest. And by, like, the seventh inning, I'd start fading, like, every game. And I think it ended up we had, like, a gas leak in our chimney, which <laughs> my mother still gets uncomfortable when I share that about. But, like, I, it, was, it was literally, like, a bad movie that postseason. Like, I'd wake up and be like, what happened? <laughs> I fell asleep again. Like, I had no idea. Like, I think there's one game where I, I, I specifically remember, like, I was running late. Because, you know, I normally throw on Center in the morning. But, like, had to run out late to catch the bus. And the Yankees had been losing. And I got on the bus, like, sad. And then someone was like, great comeback last night. And I was like, what? <laughs> That's awesome. I missed all of those because I was in Australia. And, uh, Not 03. I watched 03. that in Illinois. But we would come home and VHS watch them. Good times. Mm. That's the last voicemail, Jake. I think that's the show. We got two games set against the Braves. Yeah. <clears throat> so on Wednesday night will be the series recap. 
And we'll be in the office, so we'll probably be watching those games live. If you want to join on YouTube might, uh, or might Periscope, a, uh, might be joined by a guest. Yeah, it might be a might be a special treat. It might be if you follow on the Talking Yanks YouTube, it might be on the main page. But we we might have a special treat if if you want to go live for Wednesday's game with us. Thanks for the calls. I think uh, you know it, it's going to be a very interesting week. I think. I wouldn't be surprised if Cashman had something. It's what that something is. I couldn't tell you. Joel Sherman just said, uh, Clev or Cueto. Two guys that would have to clean up their faces. Cueto, man. Cueto would be fun. I mean, that's a guy the Yankee Can fans I say would fall in love with pretty easily. I've been too much of a Debbie Downer. Sure. I do truly feel everything. I'm not putting on. No. There's no way Cueto comes to the Yankees and pitches good. That's like a Lance Lynn, Jaime Garcia situation where we get that from him. Hey. I, I don't know why I Jay feel Hap that way. Jay came over and pitched well for the Yankees. Well, he was a really good pitcher. I don't know. Just the gimmicks and the Nestor Cortez stuff. Like, I just feel like there's no way I mean, that trend. turns into El Duque real quick. Bad playoffs. It, it's Bad it, playoff history from Cueto. I just feel like. It's literally all if you can get out. He, uh. You know, it's been a while since he was Johnny Cueto that was a big part of, what was it, the Royals team that won the World Series. But, um, hey, man, if I told you one game you get Johnny Cueto or Jay Happ, who do you want? Flip a coin. Okay. Well, well that's our fourth starter. Happ train. <laughs> Happ train is back. I love that. I'd rather some of the other names, but obviously. Again, everything is price tag. Who's available? All right, that's it. Thanks, guys. Sorry uh, if we've scared you about the pitching, okay. but they need to do a lot. They need to. Britain needs to get healthy. They need to call up Clark. They need to groom Lasagna for big outs, and they need to bring in a reliever and a pitcher. All of that needs to happen. Okay. In my opinion, that's all. Go Yanks! Tell them, Grams. Go Yankees! <laughs>